Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Aggress. Aggress. To make an attack, to act aggressively. Aggress. Yeah. That's like every game ever. I I agree. There's a lot of aggressive things that happen in the game. But my designs usually do not involve any of that. <laughs> I was trying to think of any of the designs that I had that like had direct player confrontation where you could like take something away from someone or like choose targets of something, but like none of them have that. It is it is <laughs> something that I'm very unfamiliar with. Um so I actually went with uh a different definition than the one that you just mentioned. So it was talking about to approach, attack, or undertake. Okay. And so um, the approach one was how I kind of latched onto it because I think it's really hard to attack people without getting kind of personal with it. In high school, I had a group of friends and we played Diplomacy. Oh, and man. if you've ever played that game, it's I super haven't. long. You have a separate room that you set negotiations in, and so it becomes very intense, and it's very personal when someone says that they're going to do one thing and they do another thing. Um, and so I wanted to make a game that has attacking, but it's, it's it removes personal feelings. So you're either attacking the game, or like in Cosmic Counter, you have no choice on who to attack. Um, it's who allies with you and that kind of stuff that you can negotiate on. But I kind of abandoned attack entirely with uh, to embrace more of the approach. And uh, I was thinking about approaching an alien ship, um, kind of like in uh, Arrival or, or the game that just came out called The Visitor, I believe, where people are sending in objects and the alien decides which objects go in and out to a secret rule. And whoever finds out the rule that these objects fit in um, gets to visit the alien oh, first. That's cool, yeah. And so, so I wanted was uh, different people or different countries, I guess, uh, are are each visited by aliens and they try to approach this ship, um, but they can't. But what I I was thinking about specifically was uh, a game like Mysterium or Dixit, where uh, the two sides don't speak the same language, and so they have to communicate through a different way that both of them can understand. Um, but with Mysterium, where you're specifically guessing a weapon or a place or a person, um, with uh, this, you would be receiving what you think are the instructions. So you could go to a specific location and do something, and if a percentage of that is correct, then you can keep whatever you had, or the alien will let you approach it a little bit closer. And so you're trying to figure out how to get closer to this alien while following while trying to figure out its rules. Interesting. Um, so I don't know. I always liked my default thing is slap a spatial element onto a game, <laughs> and then no, I then agree. You go. So I liked hidden communication, but with spatial stuff. And that is how you can approach something without having to specifically attack it. Because I like the stories where humans don't attack aliens. They try and get along <laughs> with them, at least, at least at the beginning. I, um, I've designed a couple of things. I like area control. So to me, that's always like... And, and I love Cosmic Encounter, which it is forced, but... Um, yeah. 
like who is forced, but then the rest of the who is is who all joins together, which I love. Exactly. Um, my notes are. I, I told you before this that my notes are pretty brief, but I had a couple things, and the first was like, the first was weird. Was like we all play like a solo game. That's really just your plans for war. We're presented with a scenario <laughs> and we all just basically go through the motions of setting up what we're going to plan based off this scenario. And then the end is when anybody declares war. Like things are oh, happening wow. along the side while the solo thing, like things are heating up, which are affecting you on your little solo, like setting up your guys. Things are heating up in this area and that's all kind of maybe might be randomized and all that. You might have some impact, but at some point somebody's going to declare war. And then the war happens, and you basically are enacting your plans all okay. together at once. And I don't want that to be a big chaos fest um, uh-huh. where it's just like, well, I plan to do this. And then, you know, but I do like the idea of just the uh, like the secret prep work and the secret, you know, planning and then and riding it through. I don't know. That's the, when, just... when you first mentioned it, it sounded like you were going to do all the preparation. And then the moment someone declared war, the game ended. It well, was like, I did cut to say black. that at first. And then you, wow. And then you see what happens. You see the results. Okay. Um, I was thinking like, yeah, like the end of, end of a movie cut to black and there's no after credit scene. <laughs> someone, someone just declares war and then that's the end of the game. Well, I, well, I, then you would have to resolve for points at least. Is where yeah, that is true. what I was thinking is, is someone declares may, war and then you kind of run through and see what happens. Or it's the first person who declares war wins. That's true. And too. so you so you have to be in a position to be able to declare war. That's neat. Yeah, and I wrote someone has to declare war. Decla- uh, declaration of war is the end of the game, and then I wrote mm-hmm. then it plays out, which is means <laughs> not the end of the game. <laughs> so I had both. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of two phases like in for sale you have the auction phase and then the sell phase you have the prep phase and then you have the war phase and then the game is over and i just i didn't want you to be like changing ideas in the war phase and based off of other things i wanted it to be like this is the information you sent your troops out with and that's all they have just entirely programmed (laughs) actions yes which is leads to pure chaos but i'd love to see how it, it doesn't like, yeah, well, I guess it doesn't if you program like alternates and it's a lot of if then if but, you know, oh, boy. and then it just becomes a big <laughs> it might as well yeah, be a, a like video a game. Program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the other thing I had, which uh, is is a way different, was you mentioned player confrontation mm-hmm. and and like not wanting to choose somebody to attack. And I, and I went with like almost like a meta player confrontation where. You might like push your seat closer to somebody, or not so much your seat. Like you have parts, you have you have tokens on the board, and these there's all these tokens that are not used for whatever reason. But I just start putting them in front of you, sort of making you a little uncomfortable. Like it's not my units like attacking you because mm-hmm. they're not on the board. These are off the board on the table, but it's me just making a movement to maybe show everybody else a little bit of how how I'm thinking, see what other people are thinking about it, and to kind of intimidate you. Um, but just like a physical uh, version of we've got this stuff going on on the board, but here's my like intimidation units. And I'm just going to stick them as close to your pieces as possible. And maybe nobody can touch each other's. That was the other thing is like, I can put them, I can like make it. So you have to like reach over stuff to get to your things. And it's, it's super (laughs) meta, but I was trying to think of it in, and I always try to, I always start from a really weird spot and try to bring it back. 
And mm-hmm. like, you know, what does that mean? One is I can give information on who I'm kind of allying against and it shows everybody else. Um, two, I can, I can like just make things more difficult for you and just, I don't, I have no idea. So that's where my notes went. Well, so what I'm thinking is these pieces that you're assigning in front of players is that like, you, yeah, you said like they don't represent units or anything like they could not res- represent anything until you decide what they represent. Oh, neat. Yeah. And so if you if you put like three cubes in front of a person, they could represent that you want to trade with this person or that you want to attack with this per uh, attack this person or you want to ally with this person. You don't know what that's going to be until something happens in the game yeah see i would love something where you know i was obtaining cards or whatever it was that were what those cubes were by the end of the game like so Mm -hmm. i have to reveal what those cubes are at some point Um, yeah and then like you know if they're all the same color i have to have all the same kind in mind or i just reveal one card or something but if they're two different colors i can have two things that i'm either Mm -hmm. punishing you with or giving to you or yeah oh yeah these and these these cubes they could be in a player color or they could just be everyone has a certain number of blue cubes yeah exactly number of red cubes and then those cubes mean different things to different people yeah we associate them throughout the course of the game yeah so like yeah red cubes to you are aggressive but they are peaceful to another person and so it's like a two-way mirror where like they can attack you, but you can't attack them. And oh, so it's cool. like this weird kind of web that goes around. Man, that'd be a mess. <laughs> I, have you met me? I love to make messy. Uh, I like the start. Yeah, I'm surprised like you haven't mentioned turn order yet. I know. Aggressive turn order. The person who, um, ugh. I don't know. I mean, who grabbed, like, there's, there's like, first player rules, like, whoever grabs it first, whoever declares it first, like, that's a pretty aggressive thing. There's, I think, my game, Maximum Throwdown, has a pretty aggressive one, and I didn't come up with it, the publisher did, uh, AEG, and it was, whoever yells Maximum Throwdown the loudest. (laughs) So, what's weird about it is, you almost don't want to be the first player, like, there's definitely, like, an advantage to going, uh, there's not a huge advantage, but you you know, being the first player, there is no advantage going first. Um, mm. Well, I guess there sort of is because if the rounds end short, you get extra turns. But everybody else is going after you and trying to throw and cover your cards. But anyway, mm. whoever yells at the loudest. So the greatest thing is we went to uh, Gen Con twenty something. Uh, they did the release of Maximum Throwdown, and there were like twenty five tables of people playing it in the wow. AEG big game night, which was just like surreal to watch. But mm. all you hear is just people yelling it. Because <laughs> like, it's the first time anybody's ever played it in the world. They released it at an event. And it was just like you hear people yelling Maximum Throwdown. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, but uh, it, it uh, which is kind of aggressive, but it definitely wasn't. A, um, a, 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 there's no incentive to do it after the first time. You <laughs> yeah, like it, it. Yeah, like like you're saying, like it has to make sense to be the aggressor at that point. And that's always so tough because one of my favorite, my favorite games, uh, Summoner Wars has a really tough problem in that being the defender is usually the better way to go. And so you need to incentivize attacking if that's the type of game that you need, need to make. I love Summoner Wars and I'm so bad at it. (laughs) I just play it on my app all the time. So, 
yeah, like aggressive strategies need to pay off. But yeah, like it's for specific people. That's for sure. <laughs> it really is. It's definitely a, a, I mean, there's, I guess there's aggression in everything and just in doing a, a, a strong, you know, having a strong turn that impacts other people, but, but true, true, aggre- thematic aggression, uh, you know, anything yeah. like that is, is definitely for a specific group. Um, yeah. Like with, with games, there's hardly, it kind of abstracts the motive between why you're attacking this person. You're attacking to quote unquote, win the game. But like, if you try and put yourself in the shoes of like your units or that kind of stuff, it becomes a little bit murkier. And so, yeah, like if if you have clearly defined reasons for attacking, I think that makes it a much stronger game yes. rather than than like, yeah, my my passive approach is attacking the game or having no choice about who to attack, but that makes no sense thematically. Yeah, like, that's I would have a reason to attack someone. Attacking the game is interesting. Like well, a, I mean, I think of like a co-op or something like that, you know. Yeah, like you have to Oh man, co-ops are so tough. Especially, <laughs> yeah, like if you want to attack the game, you have to have a smart enough AI to make it interesting to attack. But then you don't want too many pieces of the AI, and it just all S- cooperative game is still out of my reach. That's for sure. I have designed one cooperative game, and uh, it's definitely you know, <laughs> it's not. I mean, it, the world is aggressive. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not like that. Everybody's you know. But um, that's one of the things I think that is going to be one of the next big things in gaming is like we talk about what's what's next in board games and they talk about legacy and then they talk about like app driven content. But I mm-hmm. think it's just uh, like different AI, I think is going to be mm. is going to be big um, different AI that behaves differently and AI that's a little less uh, and it could be app driven. Um, but finding a way to integrate AI in, in a way that, um, doesn't feel so, uh, like fiddly and things like that. I think that's, that's a, if somebody can, can improve on that, it it would probably be really good for a variety of games. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Sounds good to me. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, this was, uh, aggressive. I gotta, I don't know. I was gonna say I gotta yell or scream or do something. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be more aggressive, but I, I'd not, rather not. Not tonight. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you. See you again next time. All right, talk to you later.